welcome to the Kinky Cast, a sexually explicit podcast for adults. You are listening to a weekly publication, produced every Friday morning. This is our weekly exploration in the kinky world of BDSM and alternative relationships. Today, we present episode 418, Sacred Pleasure. Don't forget to stop by our webpage for information about this show and others. KinkyCast.com. Here's your host, Ananda Leela. My name is Ananda Leela, and this is Sacred Pleasure. And I am so, so excited for you to be here with me and to present this to you. Um, a little bit about me, just in case you're wondering. I am a, um, I'm a therapeutic yoga teacher. I was the, I'm the yoga teacher here at, at Frolicon, so if you took my class this morning or yesterday morning, thank you so much for being there. I am a trauma-sensitive yoga teacher, and I feel like it's really important for me to mention that um, in these rooms here just because I think we deal so much with the undercurrent of trauma, and as a culture right now, we are dealing with so much trauma. And um, I want you to know that I'm available, so in case you have any questions or want to know what I do with that kind of work um, with trauma-sensitive yoga, um, it's really a fantastic modality um, and has been very helpful for people as an adjunct to your regular therapy. So if you're at all interested, please, by all means, approach me afterwards, I'm happy to talk. And if you're interested in anything else I do, happy to talk as well. Sorry, my mask is a little slippy. Um, <laughs> but we'll make it work, yeah. So Ananda Leela, where does that come from? My, uh, this is my Sanskrit name, and um, it's a Sanskrit name that I chose for myself. Um, in a lot of lineages, your guru, your leader, your teacher, your yoga teacher, trainer, whoever um, bestows upon you a, a Sanskrit name. And um, in my lineage, which is based in Kripalu Yoga, Kripalu Compassion in Action, um, you might know the Kripalu Center. It's up in um, Massachusetts. Um, it's, um, it used to be an ashram, and now it's a center for yoga and health and other things. Um, but um, in Kripalu, we really believe that um, you are your own guru. The teacher is within, right? And so, um, so yes, Swami Kripalu is part of my lineage, and I, I certainly, um, um, I certainly credit him. Um, and and you know, he is my. If I had a guru, he'd be my guru. Um, but. Um, but he definitely is, you know, I definitely claim his lineage. Um, but my name, Ananda Leela, came from um, the Hatha Yoga Pradipika, which is the first tantric text that we have, that we know of. And um, Ananda Leela, we can break that down into two words, Ananda and Leela. Ananda is um, bliss and pleasure. Um, and... Leela is dancing and playfulness, and it's also circular energies, energy moving in a circle. So um, the way that I interpret my Sanskrit name is circles of bliss. So um, how did I get here? How did we get here? How, what is all this about? Um, I got here because I was in that class. I had done this teacher training, I'd done my yoga teacher training, and I was going forward in my um, in my learning, and um, I was taking a course on the Hatha Yoga Pradipika, again, the first tantric text, and it's all written in this code that people can't quite figure out, but they've 
done a little bit, you know, they, they've done a lot, actually, a little bit of research. They've done a lot of research around it, and um, they've come up with some learning from it. And it's really, it's really fascinating, and it's very rich, and it's very, very heady. And for me, I don't like a lot of really heady stuff. I'm much more into the body. And so I started exploring um, Tantra more deeply. And, well, okay, let me ask you. When you think of Tantra, what, it, what comes up for you? What are some of the ideas or thoughts or if, you know, what attracts you to Tantra? What, what makes you curious? Yes? I, if I'm not mistaken, there's like a lot of emphasis on breathing, like together. Mm -hmm. and, and like, I think that's a very intimate Yes, so breathing as intimacy, or the intimate, the act of breathing as an intimate act. Would that be, yeah, okay, cool. Anyone else have any ideas about Tantra, what it might mean, or what it means to you? Yes? I think it usually doesn't refer to, like, aren't, like, most Tantric practices non-sexual in nature? Um, <clears throat> tantric practices can be sexual or non-sexual, yes. Absolutely. So um, what's happened, slippy mask, um, what's happened here in America is that um, um, in the early 1900s and really, um, like, again, in the 1960s, there were a lot of, America got very curious about um, exotic, you know, um, about exotic religions or, or uh, exotic spiritual practices. And so... Um, Indian mystics came over and they're like, hey, well, I can teach you about, you know, my practices and they're pretty exotic and, you know, and, and um, you can give me money and then I can make some money and that would be great. And <laughs> what they figured out is that um, the more risque those practices were, the more money they could make. And so um, Tantra has kind of become sexually monetized in, in some ways. And my philosophy, my tantric philosophy is much more to the non-sexual. That it doesn't, tantra could be a 15 minute orgasm, sure, you know, but it could also be the feeling of wind on my face, right? So what I'd like to talk to you about today is kind of what tantra can be and how we can thread tantra through our lives. How we can be, you know, how we can, can take this, this energy and thread it through our lives so that life becomes really rich and life becomes really interesting and life is really juicy. And orgasms happen in all kinds of ways, right? Barbara Corrales talks about giggle-gasms and crying-gasms, you know, that, that we can, that, that orgasm doesn't have to be genital, right? You could have chocolate-gasm, hello, um, <laughs> you could, you know, dessert-gasm, or, you know, there's all kinds of, of ways that you can raise that energy and enjoy and delight in that energy. Oh, hello! Oh. <laughs> so, I'm so excited that all of y'all are here, and let's talk a little bit about Tantra and what that might mean. So, I carry this book with me. It's falling apart these days. I have to get a new copy, and I really don't want to. But it's called The Radiance Sutras. The Radiance Sutras. Feel free to take a picture of this or write it down, and um, uh, you're welcome to take a picture of it later on. Um, you can get it on Amazon. I don't get any kickbacks. 
Um, or you can order it from your favorite independent bookstore, which I totally support. Um, but the Radiance Sutras, this is my, this is my Bible of spirituality. And it's an incredible guide to living a tantric life, which doesn't mean that every night I have a 15-minute orgasm. It means that every day I have a rich, deep spiritual experience, right? So let's talk a little bit about tantra. We'll talk about sutras. I'll read you a sutra or two. Um, we will do a we'll do a guided visualization. Sorry, slippy mask. We'll do a guided visualization to clear the energy, to clear the senses. And then together, we will, um, I'll give you an opportunity to, um, hopefully I should have enough, I counted out enough. Um, um, I'll give you an opportunity, we'll create, you'll create your own tantric text, and together we'll create one on this piece of paper too. So, very exciting. <laughs> Wonderful. So, Tantra. What does Tantra mean? What does Tantra mean? So, Tantra, when we break, it's a Sanskrit word, we break it down into its two syllables, Tan and Tra. And we hear the, we hear the sound of Tan in our language, in, in the English language, we hear that sound of Tan in words like tender, and intensity, right? That, that tan sound. Tender, intensity. Tra, we hear in words like suture and couture, right? So suture, threads. Couture, expertly crafted, right? There's someone here who makes couture. <laughs> yes, so, um, so if we think about that, these tender threads of intensity, right? These threads of tenderness, these threads of intensity that we craft, that we, you know, the universe expertly weaves together. Tantra is all about weaving, right? We weave together the spiritual world with the physical world, right? We weave it all together. Where did I put that? Oh, wow, this really is falling apart. Um, excellent. <laughs> Okay, so uh, that's not it. It'll show up or it won't. Um, uh, here it is. Okay, yes. So we'll talk about that in a second. Sutra then. Sutra. We hear that again, that tra sound, right? Sutra. We hear that, that thread, that crafting. Sutras are little poems that are threaded together, right? So in the Radiance Sutras, this is the story of Shakti, feminine energy, and Shiva, masculine energy, having a conversation. And Shakti says to Shiva, she says, hey Shiva, can you tell me how to meditate so that I can live this really rich, vibrant life? And Shiva says, sure, I can tell you, in 112 easy lessons. Right? There's 112 sutras here. So let me just give you a sutra that um, is just absolutely delicious. It really is delicious. So, yes, we'll do that one last. So here's one. This is sutra number 49 that has fallen out of my book. 
<laughs> so literally. Um, so sutra number 49, if you want to close your eyes, you're welcome to. Anything that you need to do to be comfortable so that you can really hear for a moment. Take a moment and hear. Maybe take a moment, shift in your seat, find your feet on the floor, feel the support of the chair. Let your shoulders drop a little. Yeah. Good. Eyes can be open or closed here. Tasting dark chocolate, a ripe apricot, a luscious elixir. Savor the expanding joy in your body. Nature is offering herself to you. How astonishing to realize this world can taste so good. When sipping your ambrosia, raise your glass, close your eyes, toast the universe. The sun and moon and earth dance together to bring you this delight. Receive the nectar on your tongue as a kiss of the divine. Yeah. Nice. So give yourself a moment to pause and just take that in. Receive the nectar on your tongue as a kiss of the divine. Nice. So, that's what for me, that's what Tantra is. That it might not be every single moment of every single day, because if it did, if it was, I think I'd probably implode, right? But it is finding that moment, finding those moments of deep spirituality, finding those moments of connection where spirituality is threaded through my day so that even sitting in traffic becomes a little easier, becomes a little gentler, right? And then I can become a little easier and a little gentler around other people. Let's just talk for a moment about a little, let me give you a little yoga philosophy here. Any reflections? Anyone have any comments or thoughts about what we just listened, about the, the sutra we just heard? I, I really like that it made a connection between food and the earth. Yes. It's not something we always appreciate when we're, you know, eating frozen dinners or, or whatever. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. And isn't that wonderful to be able to have that moment where, like, you defrost your, your lunch and you pull it out of the microwave and you take it back to your desk at work and you just for a minute, you just like thank the sun for shining on the carrots that grew, that, you know, that are in your bowl today. And you thank the people who picked them and the people who prepared them and the people who sold them to you, right? You find that deep connection. And even if it's just 30 seconds of connection, that's enough, right? That's enough. It doesn't have to be. Swami Karpalu, who my, who is, my lineage is named for, um, his teacher was um, Lakulish, Dadaji. Um, then there's Swami Karpalu Bapaji. Then there's my teacher, Yoganand. And then there's me. That's my lineage. Um, but um, Swami Karpalu talks about that. Like, that it doesn't have to be, you know, that, that every little tiny moment counts. Every little tiny drop counts. That it doesn't have to be, um, you know, hours and hours of practice. That you do what you have time for. And every time you do what you have time for, it builds, right? 
It's a little, it's, um, I think of it oftentimes as a pearl necklace that I have to add a pearl every, you know, that I'm, someone can give me a pearl necklace and that's wonderful, right? Or I can create a pearl necklace by, you know, moments, right? This moment, I add it to my necklace. This moment, I add it to my necklace. And soon I go from maybe an inch of pearls to six inches to, you know, something I can wear, you know. It's just it's such a beautiful practice to make, to do something so gradually. So let's go back and talk a little bit about the sheaths, right? Because we're going to be working with the sheaths a little bit. So the sheaths are, um, you can think about them, they kind of go like this. I'm sorry, I only have one color. I have to borrow it from next one. <laughs> but it starts out, we have a physical body, right? So this is the Anamaya Kosha. And Anamaya Kosha literally is translated as the meat body. So it's your meat. <laughs> right? So let's do a little exercise to get into the physical body. So to do that, maybe take a moment and what we just, just like we just did, find your feet on the floor. And maybe if you'd like to, you could close your eyes. You don't have to, but you might want to. Close your eyes. Maybe you want to Notice, you might even put your hands, one or both hands, over your heart. Maybe if you do that, you might feel your heartbeat. And if you can't feel your heartbeat, that's okay. You're probably not dead. Nobody looks like they're dead. I'm going to switch masks out real quick. I think that'll help. So just taking that moment, oh, that's better, less slippy. Taking that moment to feel your heartbeat, feel your pulse. Yeah. That's the first sheath, the first layer. Good. And then from here, we have the next layer which is the pranamaya kosha, it's the energy layer. You're welcome to put your hands down. You can, um, yeah, you can open your eyes if you want to. Let's make the pranamaya kosha. We're gonna make it a little squiggle line. Sorry if this is not super easy to read, but so here's the pranamaya kosha. We're making it a little squiggle line. It's the energy, the energy body. Prana in um, Sanskrit is energy, vital energy. So yeah, so it's the pranamaya kosha. And let's do a little bit to feel the energy body. So to do that, you might close your eyes again if you'd like to. You can let your shoulders drop down. Hello, room count, yay. Good. And then from here, you might begin to check in with your breath. And as you inhale, you might 
feel your rib cage expand a little bit. If you're in a corset or something, it might be a little bit difficult, but we established that yesterday. But, <laughs> yeah. But inhaling, you might- That was you when we were in a corset yesterday too. Yes. <laughs> Inhale, you might feel your rib cage expand. Exhale, you might feel your rib cage contract. Good, and then maybe with your next breath, see if you can expand your breath outside of your rib cage. So inhale, the rib cage might expand, but see if you can send that, that awareness a little bit outside of your body. Exhale, draw that in. Good, so keep breathing your own natural breath. You don't have to hold breath in or out, but inhale, see if every breath in allows you to expand outward just a little bit more. Every exhale, it comes back in. One more time, maybe inhale. See if you can really expand outward. Maybe rub up against your neighbor. Hopefully they're okay with that. Good. Back in. Nice. Good. So that is pranamaya push Oh, sorry. That was my um, my speaker. It's so friendly. So um, yes. Yeah, so that is the that's the energy body. Yes. All right. So then we have manamaya kosha, the mental body. That is your kind of your mood, your outlook. So let's make a little dot here. We'll make some dots. Do you? Oh, you are the best. It's amazing how like things, people just show up with stuff I need. It's amazing. <laughs> Good, so here we go. So here is the next sheet. We'll make that another circle because we can make it a different color. Beautiful. And that is Manamaya Krishna. That's the mental body. That's your thoughts. So, to check in with Manamaya Kosha, the, the thinking, the thinking brain. Maybe just take a moment, and if you'd like to, you're welcome to close your eyes again, let your shoulders drop, feel your feet on the floor. And now, just notice your thoughts. There's no need to wipe the slate clean. If you were in meditation yesterday, we talked about that about wiping the slate clean or not. And there's no need to wipe the slate clean. But maybe just notice your thoughts. Right. Notice when you're getting a little thinky. Does everyone, anyone ever get into their head a little bit too much? Yeah, yeah? Yeah. So just notice thoughts. Sometimes I notice my thoughts as um, when I was um, in a, um, oh, never mind. I won't, it, it, brain, love. I can see it, but I can't see it because I think of pictures. Anyway, it's like a ticker tape, right? Thoughts, right? Go across your forehead, right? It might look like that. Sometimes people think of their, or see their thoughts as balloons or clouds, or maybe it's a train, whatever it is. They're your thoughts. So just notice them. Yeah. No need to do anything about them. And then you can let that go. You can open your eyes whenever you're ready. One of the things that um, Byron Katie talks about a little bit is um, there's another way to see this. 
So when you have thoughts and they're coming across your for you know, they're like da 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 and it's that same repetitive thought over and over again. Sometimes you can remind yourself, you know, there's another way to see this. You know, is there another way? Or you could ask yourself, is there another way that to look at this? Is there another way? That'll help get you out of that my out of that that thought rut. Right? Out of the Maya Manakosha. And it might even help you get into Vyana Maya Kosha, the wisdom body. Yeah, so we'll do a little, we'll make the wisdom body little dots. Yeah. So there's the wisdom body. So it goes, so we have the, we have the meat, right? The outside. Then we have the breath. Yeah, the Pranamaya Kosha. Then we have the mental, right? We have our thoughts. Now we have wisdom. We're getting closer to the seed, right? Getting closer to that, that to the bliss body inside, right? So with Vyanamaya Kosha, the wisdom body, the awareness body, one of the ways that you can, um, one of the ways that you can practice getting into the wisdom body is to practice being a witness, right? To practice being a witness. So instead of, um, one of the ways that I do it is, um, particularly if I'm going to, does anyone have a challenging family? Hello? <laughs> yeah? That was great, yes. <laughs> so I have a challenging family. I love them, I do, but there's a joke between my family about me and my mom that we couldn't go on a cruise together because nobody would know who threw who overboard first. <laughs> Just a little dirty laundry for you. But, but yeah, so what I learned to do was to become the witness. When I went to a family event that I knew was going to trigger the hell out of me, and I was going to leave like vibrating, right? What I learned to do was to become the witness. So the minute I stepped through the door, I immediately thought, I'm on the set of a movie. I might as well have a camera, and I'm just like rolling the camera, right? So I got through times that were fairly stressful by not having to react or interact so much with people because they were all doing their thing on the movie set, right? I was just, I was the witness. I was the watcher. So what you can do is take a moment and just be the witness. Maybe if you want to close your eyes, you're welcome to. Maybe you want to drop your shoulders, feel your feet on the floor, and take a moment to begin to witness what's going on in this room. What are you hearing? Maybe you're hearing something from next door or from behind us. Maybe you can, maybe you're aware of the people next to you, right? Just take a moment and witness. You don't need to respond. You don't need to fix. You don't need to change. You just Notice what's happening. Notice what's going on. Beautiful. And then finally, so you can let that go if you'd like to. Yeah. And that's a great little exercise. You know, if you're, particularly if you're in a stressful situation, you're walking into some place or you're already in it where you're just like completely overwhelmed, just if you can, step back and be the witness. What do you notice? What do you see? What do you hear? What do you feel? 
Is there anything that you can taste? Is there anything you can smell? Drop into your senses. Beautiful. And then finally, we have Ananda Mayakosha. And that's really the seed, the center seed. So we'll make that look like a seed, right? Sort of like a seed. I'm gonna, can I borrow this for the rest of? Perfect, thank you, we'll give it back to you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So Ananda Mayakosha, the bliss body. Don't we all wanna get to that? Don't we all wanna be bliss bodies? Yeah, kind of making an assumption there. You might not wanna be a bliss body. That's okay too, right? But most of us are looking for bliss. And so to find bliss, one of the things you can do is just ask yourself, where is bliss? Where is bliss for you? What is bliss for you? Feel free to popcorn and answer. What is bliss? Where is bliss? Yes. Hot shower. And yes. Naked through a cool breeze. Oh. Uh, towel off so all the uh, water droplets are still on the skin. Yes. Cool yeah. breeze. Oh, uh, yes. My daughter's laughter. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, your daughter's laughter. Yes. Dancing. Dancing is bliss. Yes. 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 Moonshine, sunlight. Moonshine, sunlight, yes. Silence. Silence. Silence is bliss, yes. Anything else? Anyone has any other ideas about what bliss is for them? Being held. Being held. Ah, oh, is that not bliss? Yes, yes, yes. I like that one. I do too, yes. Creating things. Creating things is bliss. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All of that. So anytime we do those things, we are, we are connecting in with the Ananda Mayakosha, with the bliss body. We are transcending the meat body. We are using the breath, right? When you're being held, are you holding your breath? Probably not. When you're being held, you probably are... Uh, sighing and melting and yeah 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 right so we're moving through the breath we're becoming the witness we're able to see what's happening we're transcending those thoughts those repetitive thoughts we are dropping into the bliss body right oh i can't wait to read this to you so i'm going to read it to you now <laughs> just because it's such a dovetail right this is um, Sutra number 51, and it's absolutely, when I read this one it, um, the first time, it, like, I pretty much dog-eared every single one of these, so haha, <laughs> it really helps. But um, this is Sutra number 51. Wherever, whenever you feel carried away, rejoicing in every breath, there, there is your meditation hall. Cherish those times of, absor cherish those times of absorption, rocking the baby in the silence of the night, pouring water into a crystal glass, tending the logs in a crackling fire, sharing a meal with a circle of friends. Embrace these pleasures and know, this is my true body. Nowhere is more holy than this. Right here is the sacred pilgrimage. Live in alertness for such a moment, my beloved, as if it were your one meeting with the Creator. Live in alertness for such a moment, my beloved. That for me, that is the essence of Tantra. And that is what I strive for every day. To find a moment 
It doesn't matter where I am, what's happening. I will tell you about six weeks ago, I landed in the, in the hospital because they thought I had flesh-eating bacteria. Thank God I don't, right? But I thought this is the last time I'll ever see this foot. It was so scary. But, um, but fortunately, half foot. And, <laughs> but I was on um, IV antibiotics that were making me really, really sick. But it was also this incredible opportunity for me while I'm laying in a hospital bed in the midst of COVID, um, relying on people to take care of me and getting sicker by the minute with something that's supposed to be making me better. It was that moment that I was able to find these moments of grace and, and beauty and looking out the window at the stars in the sky. That was all I had at two o'clock in the morning, right? So it's, I can find bliss even if it's a moment, even if it's a moment, I can find a moment of bliss in my day. And that's what's so, for me, that's so important. And that's really what I, I want, as a, as a tantric practitioner, that's what I want for as many people as possible, right? To find those moments. So, where are we on time? Oh, we've got so much time, this is great. Let's do this. Let's do this. To prepare ourselves to create a tantric text, let's do a little guided visualization that will help clear out the senses, right? Clear our senses so that we can then reflect on each of them individually as we create this tantric text. So if you would like to, you're welcome to get comfortable. And that might mean scooching a little bit in your chair. Feel free to, to move your chair if you need to. If you feel like you're a little close to somebody, feel free to move away. There's plenty of space up here. You're also more than welcome to sit on the floor or to lay down. I know that it can be kind of a long day. So yes, make yourself comfortable. And then once you get to that place where you feel comfortable, where you feel supported, yes. Good, you might take a deep breath in and exhale with a sigh. <sighs> Good, you might take another deep breath in and exhale with a little bit of a louder sigh. <sighs> Beautiful. And you might take one more deep breath in, and when you exhale, exhale with such an obnoxious sigh that the people next door wonder what we're doing. So sighing is one way that we, it's a physiological cue for your body so that your brain knows that it's okay to let go a little bit. So maybe begin to let go a little bit. Maybe let your shoulders drop down again if they've scooched up. Let your spine lengthen and the crown of your head might reach a little bit towards the sky. If you are sitting or laying on the floor, feel the support of the floor underneath you. If you are in a chair, maybe feel the support of the chair 
And wherever you are, you might let your attention reach down, down through the cement and the steel of this building. Down into the earth, into the dirt below us. Let yourself feel cradled, let yourself feel held. Let yourself feel supported in this moment. So I'd like to suggest some images to you, and if they resonate, please stick with them, and if they don't, that's fine too. You might find another image that resonates better or more readily for you. But if you'd like to explore, maybe begin Maybe begin in a meadow. And it's just the perfect weather for you. Not too hot, not too cold. For some people I know, like, it can never be too hot, that's great. For other people, they'd rather have it freezing cold, that's fine too. Yeah. Perfect weather for you. And maybe begin to take a walk. You're walking towards a towards the, the horizon, maybe off in the distance, you see a house. It's within walking distance, so it's not like it's miles away. It's just a few, maybe a city block or two, easy enough to get to. It's the house of your dreams. It's the house you've always wanted to live in. So maybe as you're walking towards this house, notice what the ground feels like under your feet. Are you walking on sand? Are you walking on soil? Are you walking on grass? Maybe you're walking on cement. Maybe the house of your dreams is really an apartment in the city. Notice any sounds. Maybe it's the sound of your footsteps. Maybe it's the sound of nature, whatever it is. What do you feel? What do you notice? Take a few more steps until you arrive at this house, your dream house. And put your hand on the doorknob. If there is a doorknob, maybe the door just opens in another way. Whatever it is, take a moment and notice how that door is going to open. If you need to put your hand on a doorknob or is it a latch, does it unhook? Maybe it's any other way it could open. And open that door. Walk into your dream house. Once you walk into your dream house, don't be, don't be too disappointment, disappointed, but it needs a little work, right? It needs just a little work. It's got five rooms. Each room is dedicated to one of your senses, and they all need just a little bit of work. So let's 
Let's walk into the first room. Let's have that room be the room of touch. When you walk in, there's all kinds of things, all kinds of textures, but they're just not textures maybe that are really super pleasant to you. Maybe they're a little scratchy or maybe you're allergic to them or whatever they are, but you can fix this. This is easy. All you have to do is grab that broom and that mop next to you, magically appeared there, right? And begin to clean. Just give it a once over. No need to scrub and scrub, but just give it a little once over. And as you do, as you clear the energy of touch, as you clear the touch room, you notice that suddenly the touch, all the textures become things that you really like. Maybe they're soft, maybe they're furry, maybe they're velvety, squishy or wet or dry, whatever they are. Really enjoy those sensations of touch. Give yourself a moment to enjoy those sensations. Congratulate yourself on a job well done. You just cleared out your sense of touch. And then when you're ready to move on, when you're ready to move, maybe come out into the hallway again and enter into the next room, which is the sense of hearing, of of sounds. And when you walk in, it's maybe it's a sound you don't really like, right? Maybe it's several sounds you don't like. What I don't like is the sound of the TV and the radio on at the same time. It could be that. Right. It could be a band you don't like. Whatever it is, sit with the discomfort for a moment. That's part of Tantra, sitting with the discomfort. And then when you're ready, maybe it's a good sweeping, maybe it's a good dusting, a good mopping, whatever the job needs. Go ahead and clear that room. And as you do, you might notice how the sounds begin to change And they might become sounds that you really do like, that you really enjoy. Maybe they're sounds that soothe you or sounds that excite you. Allow those sounds to change from uncomfortable to sounds you enjoy. Once you have cleared that room, cleared the, the sense, cleared your sense of hearing. Take a moment, enjoy that moment. Job well done. And then when you're ready, we can move to the next room. So you might step out into the hallway. And maybe this is the next room you walk into is the room of sight, the sense of sight. And maybe when you walk into that room, maybe it's all painted a color you don't like. Like, is there a color that you just don't like? Or maybe there's images that you don't like, that, that don't you don't respond well to. Hopefully it's not anything too violent, right? But 
So maybe it's just a color. For me, I can't, I can't focus on the color yellow. But maybe it's a color that you don't like. It's a color you don't like to wear. Give yourself a moment. Sit with that discomfort. And then when you're ready, sweep it away. And as you sweep or mop or dust, as you begin to move that, that energy off and away, then colors and sights that you do enjoy start to appear. Maybe it's your favorite painting on the wall. Maybe the wall color changes. Allow for that sense to clear, the sense of sight to clear. And finding what you do enjoy. Fill the room with what you do enjoy. When you're ready, again, job well done. Moving out into the hallway and into the fourth door. Let's make that the door of smell, the room of smell. So when you walk in, it's got an icky kind of smell to it, right? This kind of gross. It makes you wrinkle your nose a little bit. Yeah. It might not be anything that you can put your finger on. It's just you. So sitting with that discomfort for just a moment, and then when you're ready, that mop, that broom, that duster, whatever it is, Begin to clear that, clear your sense of smell. Finding that as you do, that the scent of the room begins to change. The scent of the room begins to change and maybe it's a smell that you really do enjoy. Maybe it's a particular food smell that you really like. Maybe it's a flower or an herb an essential oil, whatever it is. Maybe there's a, a smell that you enjoy. Give yourself a moment to enjoy that now. And then when you're ready, stepping out into the hallway again, into the fifth sense, the sense of taste. When you walk into this room, immediately there's a sense in your mouth, there's a taste in your mouth that's really unappetizing. You know when you wake up in the morning after a night of partying? Yeah, but maybe. Or whatever it is, there's a sense of taste in the back of your throat that's not so great. All you have to do, you know what to do. Pick up that broom, pick up the mop, the duster, whatever it is. Begin to clear your sense of taste. And as you clean that room, as you dust, as you sweep as you mop. The taste in your mouth changes to something really pleasant, something you really enjoy. Maybe it's a memorable meal that you had or something you really enjoy drinking. Maybe it's cool, clear water. Whatever it is, take a moment, enjoy that. And again, job well done. Coming out into the hallway. We've got one last place to go. 
And that might be the attic upstairs. It might be a closet. Whatever it is. It's the third eye. It's your intuition. So opening that door or walking upstairs to the attic. Maybe you see at the back wall a round window. Walk to that window and as you do, you notice that it's really cloudy. But there's a cloth and next to the window that you can use to simply wipe it clean. And as you wipe it clean, as you wipe it clean, you might notice that you can see through that window. And what do you see through that window? What is it that's presenting itself to you? What is the vision? Maybe it's a message. Maybe it's just something nice to look at. Clearing your intuition, your third eye. Good, and then when you're ready, you might walk back downstairs if you're in the attic, or you might walk back into the hallway if you're in the closet, wherever you, well, hopefully you're not in the closet, but you know what I mean. As you walk back to the hallway and then to the front door, knowing that you can always revisit this house anytime you'd like, anytime you feel a little dull or a little stressed out, maybe you just need to cleanse your senses, cleanse your intuition. This is a really lovely, simple way to do it. You might walk out the door and back to the driveway or back to the pathway, the walkway, the sidewalk. Walking away, maybe looking over your shoulder one more time, thank you to the house. Gently finding your way back to this room. <coughs> Excuse me, back to the support of the chair or the floor. You might wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes a little bit. Coming back to the present moment and when you're ready, opening your eyes. Take a moment, give yourself a moment to stretch. Give yourself a little movement. Yeah, nice. Good. How did that land? Any thoughts or anyone want to popcorn anything out? I had a really hard time looking out the window. I could get it clean. You could have. You could get it. You had a hard time looking out the window. You could get it clean. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that's hard. That's a little bit of a. That can be a little difficult. Don't be too hard on yourself. <laughs> It's totally fine. It's totally fine if you were like doing this whole thing going, uh, when is she going to shut up? Right? <laughs> That's totally fine too, right? It's all good. It's all, it's, it's really, it's, you know, this is all about experience. And it's also about non-judgment. So not judging the experience, not, not judging yourself for whatever experience you're having. Yeah. And that's, so it's totally fine. 
I saw a bear when I looked out the window. A bear? You and saw I, a bear? And I'm like, I have no idea what that means, so I just made my window stained glass. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know how to interpret that. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. So she saw a bear. She didn't know how to interpret it, so she made it stained glass instead. Wait a That's excellent. <laughs> All right. So now that we've cleared our senses, right? We've cleared the senses. Now we're ready to take on the task of writing a tantric text. So let's do that. The way I'd like to do that is I have um, note cards here. And I'd like everyone to take six note cards. So, yes. So you can take six and pass it on. You can take six and pass it on. If you have a pen, um, you are welcome to use your own pen. I have pens here. If you would like a souvenir pen, please feel free to take a souvenir pen. I can't guarantee that they're fantastic, but they're pens. Anyone need pens? Oh, I have another one. You need a pen. Hang on. You need a pen. Oh, yeah. That's more pen. Okay. to look at? Is it a color you enjoy? What stimulates your sense of sight? And if you just came in, if you want um, six cards, you're welcome to come up and get six cards and a, um, and a pen. And if you don't have it, it's totally, you know, if you don't want to participate, it's totally fine too. No pressure. Good. So what stimulates your sense of sight? Then let's do Let's see, we've got sight here. Let's do sound. What stimulates your sense of sound? Yes. 
So next card, what simulates your sense of sound? Beautiful. Moving on, next card. What stimulates your sense of touch? Good. Fourth card. Let's do your sense of smell. Fifth card when you're ready is your sense of taste. And then finally, there's no rush, but for those of you that are finished, because I know there's a couple of you that are like not writing anymore. Um, sense of taste, so then let's do sense of spirit, spiritual connection, right? So let's not even call it spirit, let's just call it connection. Sixth card, connection. So when you're done writing, raise your hands when you're done. Okay, we've got most of it done. Excellent. Beautiful. So what you have just done with these six cards is you have just created your own tantric test. And this is a seed for you to work from outside of Khan. When you when you go home and all of the sensual, all the, the sensation that we've experienced together this weekend, you know, it starts to leave after a while and you get like drop, right? Mm -hmm. Or you're just kind of like, ah, oh, I wish it was, I wish it could be like that all the time. It can be, right? One of the ways that it can be is to go back into your, go back to these cards and remind yourself, these are things that light me up. These are things that this is my spiritual connection, right? These are, these are the things that light me up. So what I'd like to do is let's create our own document here. And if you don't mind sharing them with me, sharing some of the things that are on your cards with me, and then we can, we'll talk about ways that we can use these cards even further, things that you might do with them further. So first one is sight. Anyone wanna tell me what they put on their card for sight? Yes. Neon. Neon. Love that. What else? Round bottoms. Round bottoms. Oh. That's adorable. I have someone in the back and then I'll get you. Yes. Symmetry. Symmetry. What else? The color purple. The color purple. Curves. Curves. Anything else? Glitter. Glitter? Glitter. Glitter. She said light. I also have light. Light. Glitter. Glitter. So cool. How easy is it to wear a little glitter every day? Uh -huh. Right? Good. So we'll just like delineate that. Excellent. How about sound? What did you come up with sound? What did you come up with for sound? Let's say that. Rumbling yes. bass drums. Rumbling bass drums. Did Yum. you just have that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let me write that down. Rumbling bass drums, and then we have uh, someone here, and then you. So, rumbling bass drums. Yes, just add that real quick. What else? Did you have one? Yes. Yeah. Um, your best friend's laugh. 
Oh, best friends laugh. Love that. Yes. Uh, wind blowing in the trees. Oh, yes, wind in the trees. Is there nothing better than laying in the dark in your bed listening to the wind in the trees? With owls. Oh, yes. Yes, I'm adding owls too. Which that's the trees with two E's. Owls. Yes. A soothing voice. Soothing voice. What else? Children's laughter. Children's laughter. Oh, y'all are so sweet. <laughs> I love this. No, you don't understand. This is why I like teaching this. Yes, and then yes. Waves crashing. Waves, waves crashing. <laughs> yes, what else? Chimes. Chimes. I have the most gorgeous chimes, y'all. They're from France. They're amazing. They're bamboo chimes. Oh. Anything else? White noise. White noise. We have a lot of noise. So a couple more people. What else? White noise. We have. Yes. Thunder. Thunder. Yeah. Uh, anything else? I have some therapy. Of singing. The sound of therapy. Okay. And then Anna, hold on one sec. So singing. I love that. I have to tell my therapist. Therapy. <laughs> She'll like that. Yeah. Moans, whimpers, and whines. Oh. Moans. Whines. Owns. Oh. Anything else? Yes. Rain. Rain. Rain on a tin roof. Yes. On a tin roof. Beautiful. Oh my gosh. I think we have a lot for sound. I love that, but here's the other amazing thing here, that we're creating connection. Anytime someone said, oh my gosh, the sound of waves, and we all went, oh, right? <laughs> like, that's so amazing. That's connection right there. Let's do, um, let's do touch. Yes. Warm. Warm. Cold. Cold. Skin. Skin. What else? Uh, rubs? Back rubs. Back rubs. Oh, back rubs, yes. Neck scratches. Neck scratches. Cats fur. Cats fur. Oh, yes. Don't get me started about my cats. They're the best cats ever. Yes. Glassy surfaces. Oh, glassy Ooh. surfaces. What else? Rich fabrics. Rich fabrics. I heard someone else too. Friction. Friction. What else? Anything else? Velvet. Velvet. Cashmere. Cashmere. Oh, these are so handy. Anything else? Wind on the skin. What's it? Wind. Some... Wind across. Oh, wind on your skin, yes. Beautiful. Nice, nice, nice. Let's move to um, smell. Let's do smell next. Yes. 
don't have a specific smell, but it's whatever he smells like. Okay, yeah. whatever he smells like. Oh, yeah. I love I that. have the smell of a person. Lover's yes. A lover's scent. Like, that's more. Lover's. <laughs> yeah. Just a person's smell. <laughs> what else? Yes. Rain. Rain. The smell of rain. Also, yes. I'll give you one second. What else we have back here? Like fresh cut wood. Oh, fresh cut wood. Ooh, Ooh we'll put grass down too. Grass? What else? Um, the, thinking of the, the room starting out uh -huh. uh, messy. Yeah. I, I think of the absence of decay smell. Ooh, absence of decay? So it's like maybe a freshness. Like a freshness? Absence. Okay. Absence smell? Like silence for Yes. Hours. Huh. And then we had bread baking. Mm -hmm. no. Bacon. Bacon. I also have bacon on here. Cinnamon. Fresh hot chocolate. Fresh hot chocolate. Honeysuckle. Honeysuckle. Someone else has something I didn't quite hear. The coconut and vanilla. Coconut and vanilla. Fall yes, the smell of fall. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Sweet. Hot tea? Hot tea. Oh, oh, yes. Nice. All right. Let's do taste. Let's do taste. Anyone have anything for taste? Yes. Tater tot casserole. Tater tot casserole. <laughs> <laughs> you make it with ground beef and soup. And it's soup. It, you use chicken, uh, cream chicken soup and cream mushroom soup, and you mix it into the beef. Uh huh. And then you layer it with cheese, cheese. and tater, tater tots. Spicy foods. Cheese. Cheese. Cheese makes life worth living. Bacon. 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 <laughs> Coconut ice cream with hot fudge. Oh, that sounds delicious. I want some. <laughs> The burn of alcohol. Yes. Speaking of alcohol. Oh, cereal. Oh, cereal. Oh, cereal. <laughs> Is it a cereal? Oh, a cereal. Because okay. the way that the alcohol yeah. burns off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We go with that. Anything else on taste? Yes. Chai tea. Chai tea. Anything else? Yes. Um, kombucha. Oh my god, what flavor? <laughs> uh, I'll just say the last one I enjoyed, which was the lovely raspberry lemon. Nice. Oh, nice. Has, has no one actually said chocolate? No. No one no. said chocolate. We had hot fudge, but yeah. Uh, caramel. Chocolate, caramel, I think I Sugar. Tea. Caramel. That's amazing. What was that? Tristan cheese. Oh, yes, tres leches, yes. Garlic bread dripping with butter. Oh, oh yeah. garlic bread. Oh, y'all. 
I don't know what I'm having for dinner now. <laughs> All right. Excellent. And last, how do we create connection? What creates connection for you? Yes. Love. Love. Laughter. Laughter. Community. Community. Weaving. Mm. Weaving. Nice. My handwriting is getting worse. Singing. Singing. What else? Dance. You have someone raise their hand? Yes. Doing tarot. Yes. Doing tarot cards. Sex. Sex. I feel someone said something in the back. Service. 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 Something in the back. Oh, yes, yeah, service. service. I love that. Service. Runes. Amazing. Anything else? Yes. Psychedelics. Psychedelics. <laughs> Drumming. Drumming. Anything else? Listening. Listening. Yes. Nature. Yes, nature. Craft and fire. Yes. That's also called nature. Nice. So yeah. we'll all take a picture of that. Yes, that's that's what I'm going to suggest. Is that you take a picture? Sorry, my handwriting is so not so good, but it's okay. <laughs> yes. And we're writing down a lot of people things at the same time. So yes. Good. Yeah. Oh, good. So yes, so I'm going to take a seat now. Um, yes, this is, we have created our own tantric text here, right? If you, while we were in this room, while we were saying all these, you know, while we were listing all these things, all of us were having a reaction, right? The one thing we didn't get under smell is smell of leather. I love the smell of leather. Feel of suede. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um, so I'm not kinky or anything, but um, yes, so... Um, <laughs> No, not at all. Not at all. Um, so, yes, but so this is how we created connection amongst ourselves in this room, right? So my strong suggestion is that when you go home, if you have a few minutes, maybe put these in your journal. Maybe start a journal with, all of, with senses or with sensations that you enjoy so that when you have those days where things are just really not going right, Right? Where you're kind of losing faith in humanity, or maybe losing faith in yourself, or you're just in a shitty mood, right? Go back to these. Go back to these lists. Find something on this list that you can connect with, that you can hold on to, that you can, um, you know, go eat a piece of bacon, right? <laughs> or or um, a piece of chocolate, or whatever it is, you know, whatever touch, whatever smell, that just gives you that moment. All it, all it takes is that, just that one moment to shift, to shift into, into connection with the divine. That's Tantra. That's weaving the divine through our, throughout our days. Right? It doesn't just exist in the 15-minute orgasm. That's divine, sure. But all of this is just as divine. And all of this is just as accessible and can be used throughout the year to create moments of magic. And those moments link together, and they become hours of magic, and then days of magic. And soon, our lives are just magic. That's Tantra.
And that's my presentation. So thank you so much for being here. I'd like to close with a brief land acknowledgement that, uh, that I forgot to start with, so we'll close with it. Um, we are on the lands of the Creek and Muscogee tribes here in Georgia. And um, I'd also like to close with just a really quick little metta prayer. If you'd like to, you're welcome to join me. You can bring your hands together at your heart. May I be happy, healthy, safe, and free. And may you be happy, healthy, safe, and free. And may all beings everywhere be happy, healthy, safe, and free. Let your next exhale close this practice. And your next inhale begin the journey that brings us together again. Thank you so much for being here. Jai Bhagwan. Happy to talk with you about what I do here uh, with yoga, with Tantra, with trauma-sensitive yoga, if you're interested in that. Please feel free to take a photo. Take a photo of the altar. Um, the card I picked today was the lovers um, from the Daughters of the Moon deck. And um, please take chocolate. Please take chocolate. Again, I read to you from the Radiant Sutras, translated by Lauren Roche. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You have been listening to the Kinky Cast. For more information about this show, go to kinkycast.com. Views expressed are not representative of the management of the Kinky Cast, and we welcome guests with opposing viewpoints. The Kinky Cast is a production of Rooster in the Round. On behalf of all our Kinky crew, I'm Max.